0: Holy Hour of Power. My name is Jesse Romero, the Latin lover of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Latin lover of our lady, and I'm on duty. Terry, what about you? Yes,
1: I'm on duty, and my voice is coming back. My chest is getting cleared up. I'm ready to power preach today about Jesus Christ and His bride, the church. Jess, today, I, I just love the things you pick. I just want everybody to know, if you want to blame anybody for the content... For uh, mm-hmm. Terry and Jesse, I have a little in point, but most of it's Jesse, so I can, I, and I actually endorse this stuff uh, 100%, if I didn't, uh, it would change, and Jess knows that, exactly. so thank you, Jess, for doing the research on all this. Jesse, this John McCarthy, he addresses the Governor Newsom regarding the salvation of his soul. I thought, what a great thing to do. I mean, where are our bishops doing this? I mean, this exactly is a Protestant <laughs> yeah. doing it. Yes. Give me a break. So I want people to hear this because I'm like, spot he's spot on. And also, talking about blasphemy, man, the Biden's blasphemy comments about abortion, uh, that it invites God's wrath upon our nation. Mm-hmm. Wow, yes, that's so true. We'll get into that. And then I love the part about the heroes and zeros that the Catholic vote sets out each month. And boy, uh, not only does are you going to get that, but you're going to get a story today about a young woman back in 37 who stood up to communists. Uh, why? You'll find out later in my good news story. And there's so much more. We got the gospel. We got Jess talking about his uh, some good-to-know files. This is a show that should inform you. It should inspire you to fall deeper in love with Jesus Christ and his bride, the church. That's right.
0: Jess, hey, let uh, just me give, just give a couple of need-to-know files, hey, we, and we'll get into today's gospel. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Hurricane Ian (laughs) aftermath. Hurricane Ian left 2.6 million people in Florida without power and cities flooded across the state. The major storm slammed the state with 150 mile per hour winds, causing widespread damage to buildings and homes. 28 large helicopters from the National Guard and Coast Guard started rescue missions. This is a monumental effort. Let's keep them in prayer. Amen. And they, got, they got the right governor in office, by the way.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, this guy's uh, steadying the ship. Next uh, need-to-know need file. Cyber attacks plague pro-life groups. What's this all about? Pro-life and Christian websites have suffered a string of cyber attacks against the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v.ersus Wade. And House Republicans are calling on the D- Department of Justice to take action the department of justice must investigate these attacks which are likely unlawful and clearly intended to chill the right of our citizens to peacefully express their opinions on matters of public importance as well as donations to conservative or religious organizations gop lawmakers on the house oversight committee wrote in a letter to attorney general merrick garland who's the most corrupt man sitting in the office that we've ever sat, that we've ever known in our lifetime terry hey. also yep Oklahoma Children's Hospital, this is good news, announced Tuesday it's planning to halt certain gender medicine services after Republican lawmakers threatened to pull millions of dollars in funding from its new pediatric mental health facility. The hospital was poised to lose $39.4 million in American Rescue Plan funds Thanks to House Bill 1007, which would pull funding from the health care facilities that subject minors to gender treatments. Good job, Republicans in Oklahoma. Awesome. Finally, Bill Clinton, guess what? Former President Bill Clinton pushed back a little at the members of his own Democratic Party who claim that there's no problem with illegal immigration at the southern border. Here's what Bill Clinton said. Give me a break. Quote, he said this. There is a limit to how many migrants any society can take without severe disruption, and our system is based much more on an assumption that things would be more normal. Wow, Bill Clinton sounds like the catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph 2241 exactly. on illegal immigration.
1: Right, right on. Jess, I want to give an inspirational story before we get the gospel. Yeah, This is a, a martyr of the rosary. This took place in the Soviet Union. She was shot in her wheelchair. What? For what? The Soviet Union in 1937 accused a Ukrainian Catholic woman as a subversive and political organization. The only organization that she was involved in, are you ready, was, was subversive, is a living rosary prayer group. She'd get about 15 people together to pray the rosary. So b- bottom line, the Soviets in the name of atheistic communist ideology had set about shutting her down. Not only her... They arrested seminarians, priests. They executed many of them. And here's the question they asked. And I apply it to myself. And the judge says, uh, question number one, uh, are you the head of a living rosary group? Yes. How many of you are there? Fifteen. You say it's an organization. Who recruited you and sends you out literature? The uh, procurator did not accept her reply that the living rosary simply meant to pray to God. In any event, he reminded her the the Soviet guy said, "There is no God, for you there is no God, but for us God exists." She said, "She's right in his face." And then here's the good news, she says, "Well, what's going to happen when you're dead? Who's going to replace you?" She said, "Someone who believes in God." Wasn't that a great answer, Jess? Someone who believes in God will replace me. Powerful. I'm gonna. So basically, after her, her her trial, they took her out and they shot her in her wheelchair. My point to everybody is this, Jess. Gosh, this could happen in America if we don't look out. Be, because we're living our Catholic faith, we could be persecuted to a point of being a martyr. So I just just keep that in mind. But just, Yeah.
0: Terry, here's here's another good news story. Just I want to hear another one. good news story. Yeah, over in Boston, the city Thanks. officials they censored the uh, the Christian flag uh, in in the middle of the town square. I heard
1: about that. Yeah. Well,
0: the Liberty Council, which is a good Protestant group of lawyers, kind of like our Thomas More Society, they took Boston officials to court. Good. and after after four losses at the courts God uses case in a tremendous unanimous victory at the Supreme Court I love it August third, two 2022 and so these uh, evangelical Protestants they raised a Christian flag I love it on the flag bowl of the Boston City Hall Plaza after winning by the Supreme Court it's just a simple flag that's got a red cross and it's yeah. got a blue black black uh, black ground a blue background excuse me uh and again, That people were fighting back. That's uh, the point. God bless. uh, God bless Matt Staver and the Freedom and the Liberty Council. That's the point. It should inspire us to not be quiet
1: when we see uh, things like that in our. Because we're
0: winning, Terry. In a a lot of these cases, we're winning because you know reason in our is is reason in history is in our side. You got it, partner. Well, let's get
1: some soul food in us. Yeah,
0: Terry. Let me do the first reading. It's it's something. It's got a lot of apologetics, and you know that's kind of Ah, that's 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 my wheelhouse. There, you got it. Galatians chapter one verse six and twelve. It was today's first reading in Holy Mass. It says this. Brothers and sisters, I am amazed that you are quickly forsaken the one who called you by the grace of Christ for a different gospel. Not that there is another, but there are some who are disturbing you and wish to pervert the gospel of Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah, like the Belgian bishops, the German bishops, the Buenos Aires bishops, yeah. But even if if we or another angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel either than the one that we preach to you, let that one be accursed, as we have said before. And now I say again, if anyone preaches to you a gospel other than the one that you received, let that one be accursed. I wonder if uh, Father James Martin, I hope he's paying attention to this. This is part of, of Jesse. This is yeah. so appropriate because even the
1: Pope, if the Pope preaches a gospel that's not what we call perennial, the teachings of the church. You don't listen. To the them. Bible says that.
0: Yeah, you don't it's listen. It's
1: higher than the Pope's authority.
0: Yes, a- am I curring favor with human beings or God? Go. Or am I seeking to please people? Well, if I were still trying to please people, I would not be a slave of Christ. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel preached by me is not of human origin, for I did not receive it from a human being, nor was I taught it. Mm-hmm. But it came through a revelation of Jesus Christ, the word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God. What a great scripture verse for us today in the church today, Jess. This, and also, this-
0: Terry, about the... Co- uh, Mormonism started with uh with an, an angel. angel uh talking to Joseph Smith. Uh, Islam started with an angel t- talking to apparently Muhammad the, and the Bible's very clear if uh, if an angel from heaven should preach to you another gospel uh let him be anathema let him be accursed. Uh this this verse here completely uh dismisses the arguments of Mormonism and, and Islam. Islam both. And also, a different gospel, Terry. There are even some people within our church with miters yep. that are preaching a different gospel. Again, I, I just mentioned them. Belgian bishops, German bishops, exactly. Buenos Irish bishops, uh, uh, Father James Martin. Uh, these people are standing. Not, I'm not saying this. They stand accursed at, at odds. before God. Well, that's what the Bible says, accursed yep. before God. It that's says right. it twice there. Yep. Uh, and and, and so right. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying what the Scripture says. If you're out there teaching another gospel, what are we called to be? We're called to become... And this is a term that Protestants don't use. And you'll find this all over Catholic theology. Slave of Christ. I'm a slave of Jesus. This is right in the New Testament. And you'll find Protestants will never use that terminology, slave of Christ. But it's it's a very very pre-Vatican two-term yep. calling ourselves slaves of the Lord Jesus Christ here.
1: Well said, Jesse. And, you know, this fits right in with what Fulton Sheen has to say. Let's bring him in. <laughs> oh, Sheen ahead. He says, almost everyone today wants religion, but everyone wants a religion that does not cost too much. That is why Christianity has been watered down to suit the modern mind. Jesse, that nails it. Why are we compromising on homosexuality? Because I'm assuming they say, look, We got to welcome everybody. I mean, just because they're sinners and they're actively committing sodomy. I mean, come on. No, we have to be biblical in our teaching, whether it's fornication, that's condemned adultery. You know, this is biblical teachings. And what Sheen is saying is modern man wants to compromise because he wants they bring in more people. And in fact, what he's doing is he's watering the religion down to mean absolutely nothing. And the salvation of souls are at risk at that, Jess. That's my take.
0: What do we That's got right. next, Jess? We come back. Good we got, uh, we, Yeah, we got uh, John MacArthur addresses Governor Newsom. Oh, boy. We're going to play a short little clip. Stick around. You don't want to miss it.
1: Oh, no. This is powerful stuff. You're listening to The Terry and Jesse Show on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Stay with us, family.
2: Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse show to join the conversation. Call 888-526-2151. Now here's Terry and Jesse.
0: We're going to play a short clip of John MacArthur. He's from Grace Community Church in Sun Valley, California. Um, I've had, he's, he's very anti-Catholic, but he I'll is. tell you one thing. When it comes to being a culture warrior, uh he sounds uh he sounds very Catholic to me. In fact, my brother Johnny he's he goes to that church often all the times to to debate with his staff all the time. My brother Johnny had a, a uh so he Johnny knows like all the staff, he's always debating with them. I've actually been to MacArthur's church. I, I went through it about fifteen years ago with Tim Staples and uh Jimmy Aiken. All three of us went because he was having a big conference. It was called Ex Catholics for Christ Conference. And he had several ex-Catholic priests that were giving their witness uh, why they were now evangelical Protestants. So we went over there uh, to basically tell him uh, that these guys are apostates. These guys, you can't get a, 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 an apostate Catholic to tell you what the Catholic Church teaches. Uh, myself, Jimmy Aiken, and Tim Staples, we were escorted out of John, John MacArthur's church and onto the sidewalk. So, yeah, I know who this guy is, but I'll tell you one thing. When it comes to standing up for, for, for the culture... And espousing Christian values, uh, uh, he's—we're on the same team when when it comes to this, Mister Engineer. Can you play the clip?
2: We're watching a culture that is under divine judgment, and you can think about that in terms of a culture, or you can realize that the people who defy God in the culture are under divine judgment. It's very personal. And it struck me this week in a way that it hadn't in the past. Governor Gavin Newsom, who has decided that he is going to lead the nation in providing the slaughter of the children that God creates in the womb, has postured himself as if he were Herod. And I am deeply concerned for the jeopardy of his eternal soul. I have talked to him in the past, and I know he was raised in the Roman Catholic Church. But a line was crossed this week that really, really gripped my heart. He began putting up billboards all across America, advertising the website in California that you can connect to if you want to have an abortion. And on all those billboards, He included the words of Jesus, billboards advertising abortion. This is what He put on those billboards. Jesus said in Mark twelve thirty one, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. He had the terrifying audacity to use the words of Jesus to support the slaughter of the ones that He creates in the womb. The jeopardy of his soul is evident. I say this because my heart is grieved that Christ should be so dishonored. Billboards across the country with the words of Jesus trying to support abortion. Terrifying. My concern is about His eternal soul because He will meet His Maker. And there's a passage in Psalm 50, listen to it, verse 16, but to the wicked, God says, What right have you to tell of My statutes and take My covenant in your mouth?" What a statement. Let me read it again. But to the wicked, God says, "'What right have you to tell of My statutes and take My covenant in your mouth?' You cast My words behind you." and Then God says in Psalm 50, now consider this, I will tear you in pieces and there will be none to deliver you. The the jeopardy is clear. But there's a closing verse in that psalm. He who offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me. And to him who orders his way aright, I shall show the salvation of God." That psalm ends with mercy and the offer of salvation, and as the church of Jesus Christ, with compassion. We want the governor and all who follow him and all who reject the Lord to know that no matter what they have done, he offers salvation. He offers salvation. I think with a new kind of resolve, I want to ask you to begin to pray for the salvation of the governor. And the people around him, we can't do anything else. There's no political solutions to anything, but we can cry out to the Lord to be merciful because we care. This is why the church is in the world, and that He would understand what He has done, that He would turn from sin, He would repent along with those who accommodate that, follow that and cry out for mercy from God who will grant it through Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen, brother. You know Terry, this um John I mean uh, this this guy Gavin Newsom is it's not only bad enough that this guy's a zealot king Herod pro-abortion politician.
1: Yes, baptized. But
0: but with Mac, yeah, with MacArthur's pointed out is that he's using scripture yes. to try to justify what he's doing with these billboards across the country? He's putting billboards in red states, telling people that California is a sanctuary state. Come yeah. over here, we'll fly you here. We'll pay your airfare. We'll pay your hotel. We'll pay for your abortion, and we'll you fly, fly you back home. And then he closes off his statement with a Bible verse. Yeah, this is this is Saint Peter warns us. He says in Second Peter three fourteen, there are some. Things hard to understand in the scriptures, which the ignorant like like Newsom and unstable twist to their own destruction as they do the other scriptures. So we have a severe warning here about people who twist the scripture, people who are taking it out of context to make it say what they want to say. And to support abortion, using the words of Jesus, oh man, this man, Terry, is going to have, he's going to stand tall at his judgment, using the words of Jesus to justify killing a baby. I can't even imagine the millstone that's around his neck right now if he doesn't repent.
1: And that's why I say, Jesse, to correct somebody, admonish the sinner. You know we're supposed to do that, but you know who has the biggest responsibility on that Bishopson? is the bishop of Sacramento, California. And if if the bishop doesn't have a responsibility to do that, then Jess, I have a question: What is his job description?
0: That is a job. Description. I know you said it.
1: Yeah, that's my point. By not yeah. doing it, he's not doing his duty as a shepherd, trying to get people to heaven. Now again, Jesse, you and I aren't in management, but I believe. Really strongly that as a resident of my state of California, I'm going to call him out and say, dude, you're baptized Catholic. You know, you know what? What you're doing is sinful to a point where you're going to go to hell objectively for what you're doing. Knock it off. And yep. and and I and that's out of charity. And some people are going to say, Jesse, Terry, stop judging. I'm judging the action, Jess.
0: Exactly. John MacArthur, I can tell you one thing. He's... um. He's speaking the truth to power in this instance. I mean, I'm not oh, saying yeah. I agree, I'm not. I don't agree with his uh, oh, his, theology his, his, his theology, his His, his reformed theology. Right. But on this issue and many other issues, on the on the, on the COVID-19, the masks, boy, oh boy, he was speaking truth to power. And he's paid a price for it because yep, God love him. he's been entangled in lawsuits against the government. And surprisingly, Terry, he's, winning he's won. He's been winning. Yes. I, I, again, I wish... I could hear our bishops Please. speak like this Protestant pastor to this wicked government. And, and and MacArthur, of course, he he didn't miss the opportunity to mention that Governor Newsom was Roman
1: Catholic. Anytime he could throw anything at the Catholic Church, he'd done. Yeah. And, that, and how, I get that. How embarrassing. It's scandalous. But you know, Jesse, let's get back to him being a baptized Catholic. This actually makes it worse for him. Oh, yeah. Because think about it. He's not baptized Okay, I get it. You know, he, he doesn't have... He's been given the fullness of faith.
0: Exactly. So there's yeah. no responsibility on his soul. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, Terry, Newsom, Pelosi, Biden, Fauci, they're all oh, they're all Catholic, baptized Catholics. These guys are all proof positive that the new springtime of evangelization never happened. Yeah. I, I mean, Bishop Athanasius Snyder wrote a book to remind us that we're still waiting uh, because I, I tell you, Newsom and company... <laughs> they products of the post-Vatican II, That's throw right. out the Baltimore Catechism out the window, yep. let's bring in Marxist modernism and Masonic teaching, and I believe that most of our church leaders are silent because they've lost their supernatural faith. Yeah. And since the A-team is silent, who's the A-team? The Catholic Church. Well, God's going to use the B-team. Who's that Protestant denomination? So. So we see this moral clarity coming from people like John MacArthur, Mike Huckabee, <laughs> Mike the Pillow Guy, yeah. Franklin Graham, Greg Laurie, and others are yeah. putting our leaders to shame, Terry.
1: Yeah, I hate to have to say I agree with that. And But you know what, Jesse, that's not too late to inspire our bishops. And I think sometimes I've talked to bishops and they've told me it was laity that inspired them to speak out more. And I'll tell you one, I, I deal with him every Tuesday, Bishop Joseph Strickland. The laity encouraged him to be speaking out more and we're doing that right now and i hope and pray any other bishop there's five thousand five hundred catholic bishops in the entire world yes so it's not like it's a big group where are they Mm -hmm. and we need to we need them to step up to the plate and be shepherds to confirm us in our faith and when evil steps in front of us they have to call it for what it is this is part of their job description as a matter of fact yes it's part of your job description and mine, also, when we see evil, to point it out with truth.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's it. There was a Pope uh, Pope Leo the Thirteenth, who should be Saint Pope Leo the Thirteenth. Yeah, he said the first law of history is to not is not to dare to utter falsehood. The second law, not to fear to speak the truth. Amen. And I'm telling you, this is this is an Ezekiel three eighteen moment for the bishops. That's right. If I say to the wicked, you shall surely die. And you give him no warning, nor speak to the wicked from his wicked way, in order to save his life, <clears throat> Newsom's life. Yep. That wicked man, Newsom shall die in his iniquity. But his blood I will require at your hands, <clears throat> bishops. Yep. But if you warn the wicked man, Newsome, and he does not turn from his wickedness or from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity. But you bishops that warn him shall save your life
1: well said the truth will set us free that's what the bible says when we come back we're going to share the truth about biden's blasphemous comments on abortion inviting god's wrath upon our nation
2: welcome back to the terry and jesse show to join the conversation call 888-526-2151 now here's terry and jesse
0: Biden's blasphemous comments on abortion invite Uh, God's wrath upon a nation. And I'll tell you why that's biblically true is because when the patriarch, and that's what the, that's what president Biden is. Yep. He's the, whether you like it or not, I don't, I don't, he's the patriarch, the civil patriarch of our country. That's what a president is. The father figure of our country. That's, that's what the word patria means in Latin. And so what he does. And by the way, uh, he's there because God's allowed him to be there Romans chapter 13 because all government comes from God doesn't mean God elected him it just means that the government uh, govern, government is a is a uh, a, is an, a sanctioned institution by almighty God senators presidents that that is a biblical institution this is why the bible says we must pray for them we're mandated to pray for them But Joe Biden seems to have reached the extreme limits of denying church teaching with his aggressive promotion of abortion at every opportunity. After the Dobbs decision, the Catholic president, he's worked tirelessly and fanatically to sabotage the efforts of countless pro-life Catholics to the scandal of so many. He has no fear of punishment from complicit bishops, no matter what he does. However, Biden has taken his denials of the Catholic faith further by adding the grave offense of public blasphemy that's right, in this case, the target of his remark is both the innocent, unborn baby and church teaching terror. i don't know who's worse between Biden and Newsom. I think they're both competing to see who can violate the first commandment uh, you know f- f- faster and uh, with more gravity but yes let's
1: let's define you know the sin of blasphemy yeah it occurs when someone takes. "...from the honor due to God or the things related to him. Thus, a person commits blasphemy when attributing sinful positions or actions to God, the Blessed Virgin Mary, the angels and saints, or Holy Mother of the Church. Blasphemy is the gravest sin against the virtue of religion by which the faithful render to God an honor due to him as the first beginning and the last end." This is right from St. Thomas Aquinas. He says it regards it as a sin against faith and characterizes it as a disparagement of some surpassing goodness, especially that of God. That's taken right from the Summa. So blasphemy is serious because of the infinite and infallible dignity of God. It is primarily a sin of speech since it often deals with the statements against God, sacred things, or Holy Mother Church. Our Lady of Fatima especially mentioned blasphemy as one of the sins that most offends the Creator. Remember all those reparation prayers we pray? Continue, Jess.
0: Yeah, Joe Biden's blasphemy, the blasphemy of a president, as I said, is compounded (laughs) by the importance of the office that he holds. It's like a father. When a father sins, the sins of the father go down to the third and fourth generation. That's what it says in the Bible. So when the patriarch of the country sins... His sins affect the entire country because he's the father of the country, whether we like it or not. His words carry weight and confer an official endorsement. When he speaks, he represents the nation. And uh, unelected Joe Biden's particular blasphemy involves his commentary on Senator Lindsey Graham's protecting pain-capable unborn children from late-term abortion act which seeks to forbid abortions past 15 weeks gestation. It's bad enough that the president opposes the measure and misrepresents the bill as harmful to women's health. I mean, and that bill even is a crummy bill, 15 weeks gestation. Yeah, crazy. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, but what but, but, but the, but the Democrats are saying, uh-uh, no, we're going to, ha- you need to have abortion all nine months. What's this 15-week stuff? But what makes his opposition, Biden's opposition, blasphemous is his insinuation that the Catholic Church's position has changed regarding procured abortion? He says this, and he feels comfortable because he knows there's modernists all over the church right now. So he feels comfortable making these statements. Yeah, because he's not gonna nothing's gonna happen. To him. There's gonna be no pushback. He says, "I happen to be a practicing Roman Catholic." No, you're not. He's a liar. The president declared, referring to the bill. My church doesn't even make that argument now. Unbelievable. Close quote. Who's going to correct him? In this case, the president blasphemes by attributing false and repugnant positions to Holy Mother Church. So Biden just said that the church has changed her position and no longer condemns procured (laughs) abortion as a grave sin against the fifth commandment, which says thou shalt not kill. So Biden affirms this with the prestige of the presidency, and thus misleads the Catholic faithful. This is wicked, I'll tell you. It's not only bad enough being a liar, but it's worse being a liar and misrepresenting the Church of God at the same time.
1: Think of this, Jesse. A guy listens to that and says, hey, you know what? Biden's got my same position that I have. And I'm a nice Catholic. You know what? Nobody's condemning him. No bishops coming out. No priest is saying, hey, you're not practicing... You know, you can't, the church didn't, you know, correct that. In other words, if his position is right, then I feel pretty good about going to Holy Communion. I feel pretty good about my Catholic faith because, see, it's changing. See, Jesse, this is what happens when error isn't corrected.
0: Yeah, Terry, that's That's, that's a that's serious really problem. Right. And and that's, that's horrible. That's horrible what we see happening right now. And there's no correction. That's the problem. The statement that Biden made, it's got to be taken seriously. It's just not a random no. remark by some, you know, incoherent, uh, no. you know, leader with dementia. Such acts have consequences since they erode moral certainties. That's right. And contribute to the decay of society and religion yep. in America. Yep. Insults directed at God prevent his blessing upon the land and the American people. Worse, these officials and public sins invite God's punishment upon the nation. Yeah, why? Because he's a patriarch. And curses and blessings come through the patriarch, whether he's the, the domestic patriarch, or the civil patriarch, or the spiritual patriarch, priests and bishops. The president's blasphemous statement is serious because it reflects the existence of a huge sector of the Catholic left that provides cover for such remarks. Yeah, the Catholic left, like America Magazine, right. Catholic, that National order Reporter. Yep. Yeah, so... They do have a vast network of liberal clergy and lady that supports the president's position. So the statement exposes a tragic and apocalyptic crisis within the church herself. I think it was Pope Paul VI that said back in the 60s or in the 70s, right when he's about to die, that the church is going through, uh, he says, auto-demolition. Yeah. The church is attacking herself from within, auto-demolition. There's a final reason why the president's blasphemy is serious. The lack of a proportional outrage from Catholics indicates the sad state of the faith in their souls. Such statements should be an occasion of great protest and, indign- and indignation. But above all, bishops must be willing to use their disciplinary powers canon nine fifteen yep. <laughs> to insist upon faithfulness and save the lady from public scandal. They should condemn the president's statement about being a practicing Catholic since he obviously rejects church teaching. Some bishops have called for prayers for a confused president who knows exactly what he's doing. Alas, no ecclesiastical authority thunders against the president like John the Baptist did to King Herod in his day. John John the Baptist in in Mark 6.18 said, it is not lawful for you to say this, close quote. The president blasphemes because he knows he can rely on the silence of the overwhelming majority of bishops and millions of practicing Catholics. That's the sad state of affairs right now. Too. And let me add one more thing about an intercession. St. Pope Felix
1: III, 475 AD. We need another one of him because here's what he would say. he would say to these bishops today and to me and to you, Jesse not to oppose error is to approve it right and not to defend truth is to suppress it and indeed to neglect to confound evil men like this when we can do it is no less a sin than to encourage them that says it all to our leadership in our church that with them being quiet one of the saints of our church says you're culpable you're participating in Biden's sin am i onto something jessers that's
0: biblical That's right. It it comes right from Ezekiel. Yep. There's another Ezekiel passage that says the same thing. Ezekiel 33, 6, 9. Remember, bishops are the watchmen of the church. That's it. So so when you understand what a watchman is, that's what a bishop is. Ezekiel says, but if the watchman, bishops, sees a sword coming and does not blow the trumpet so that the people are not warned and the sword comes and takes any one of them, that man is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at the watchman's hand. That's you, bishops. So you, son of man, I have made a watchman for the house of Israel. Whenever you hear a word from my mouth, you shall give them warning from me. If I say to the wicked, O wicked man, you shall shall surely die, and you do not speak to warn the wicked, um, Gavin Newsom, Joe Biden, to turn away from his wicked way, That wicked man, Joe Biden, uh, Gavin Newsom, shall die in his iniquity. But his blood I will require at your hand, U.S. bishops. But if you warn the wicked, Gavin Newsom, Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, to turn from his way, (laughs) and he or she does not turn from his way, he, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, uh, Gavin Newsom, shall die in his iniquity. But you, bishops like Strickland, who speak out, will have saved your soul.
1: Well said, Jesse. Well, you know what? Now that we've covered that, let's get some heroes of Catholics in the marketplace today. The marketplace meaning out in the the world of today, who are these heroes? And Catholic Vote gives us that every month. They get the heroes and also the zeros. We've talked already about some of those zeros, but, you know, we have. But but the Catholic Vote is committed to holding self-professed Catholic leaders and institutions to the church teachings. And that's what this project is all about. And that's why we give them exposure, because we network with Birds of the Feather flocking together. That's our mission, to get the truth of the Catholic faith out. And there are people who have been just giving us great role models. And when you hear about a husband and wife team, uh, when we come back, that should inspire you to stand up for your faith in the marketplace and wherever you're at. You're listening to The Terry and Jesse Show on Virgin. Most Powerful Radio, our goal is to help you get to heaven. That's it. End of story. Because if souls are saved, everything is saved. If souls aren't saved, nothing is saved. Stay with us, family. We'll be right back with some inspiration. Stay with us.
2: Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse show. To join the conversation, call 888- 526- Two one five one. Now, here's Terry and Jesse.
0: Every month, our uh, (laughs) our brothers on Catholic vote. They they put out the heroes and zeros in the public square and in politics. And for the month of September, here are the first set of heroes: Mark and Ryan Marie Hauk and their children. At least so. What happened? At least twenty FBI agents entered their home with weapons drawn and handcuffed Mark in front of his wife and seven children. He later pleaded not guilty to felony charges of violating the freedom of access to clinic entrances called FACE Act when he shoved a patient escort like a year earlier who was heckling his young son outside of a Philadelphia Planned Parenthood clinic nearly a year before the dramatic arrest. The family deserves recognition, not simply because they've suffered a grievous and deeply traumatic injustice. They should also be honored for their dedication to living the Catholic faith, praying and working for mothers and their unborn children and running the apostolate, the King's men. Did the Hauk's devotion paint a target on their backs? If And, and I say yes, oh, yeah. that's exactly why he was targeted. If so... It is a badge of honor.
1: And Jesse, you both both of us have spoken at the King's Men's retreats. Yes, I'll just briefly tell people it's all about getting your son, your your dad, and sons together to study their Catholic faith and learn what true manhood is about. Yes, and he's done a great job all over the country, and I think even around the world, people are picking up on the King's Men. Any thoughts on that? Or because you've spoken too? I
0: yeah, well, it's it's ongoing still. It's uh, and. And his his main focus yep. was actually having helping men uh, break pornography. Yeah. But now it's just it's just now more than that. It's just helping men discover a life of virtue. And it's exactly. also now moved into helping men uh, take ownership of their towns and cities and praying in front of abortion clinics. So he's doing a yeoman's job, Terry, and and, and turning boys to men.
1: Yeah, He's a man's man. Yeah. And I think also I'll just be honest with you. When I went there. We actually um, learned how to use our Second Amendment rights. Yeah, where he right. would train young men oh, with narrow, fathers, with cutting owner, wood, all that yeah. stuff. Yep. Yeah,
0: you got it. He's a good man. Yep. Matt Walsh on September 20th, Matt Walsh posted breaking news confirming he's a second hero of this uh, of uh, September, confirming that Vanderbilt, the largest hospital system in Tennessee, drugs, castrates, and performs double mastectomies on oh. minors. Matt Walsh posted a series of videos on Twitter in which these people connected to the hospital talk about top and bottom surgeries being big money makers, religious conscientious objectors being problematic, and trans buddies who police how healthcare workers interact with gender dys- dysphoric children. In one 2020 video, the hospital psych- psychiatry department states it has described irreversible or it has prescribed Yeah. Irreversible hormone therapy drugs to children as young as 13. The story went viral on social media and led Tennessee Republican, including Governor Bill Lee, to call for an investigation into the Vanderbilt Pediatric Transgender Clinic. As a result of his expose, Matt Walsh has suffered death threats and public slander. He's been accused of inciting violence and terrorism, uh, but he's not backing down. He's, uh, he's willing to speak the truth for the sake of thousands of children at risk of permanent disfigurement and emotional and spiritual trauma. That's the kind of hero the American media desperately needs.
1: Wow. Terry, wow. Who, who's the third? Well, one? we got a big one out in Italy. I pronounce yep. her name is Georgia Maloney.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Our first. Maloney.
1: Maloney. Maloney. First international heroine for this group. Awards go to Italian's new nominee for the prime minister Catholic mother and outspoken family advocate of Georgie Maloney. While she's not prime minister yet, because Italy has a second tier of nomination processes, her platform is staunchly, are you ready, pro-life, pro-women, and pro-family. She campaigned as an unapologetic Catholic, expressing her admiration for St. Pope John Paul II's maxim, which is this, I love this, there is no Europe, Without Christianity, wow, that's a great statement. For her center-right rhetoric, she has been maligned. I love it. You persecuted in mainstream media as a, fan- a fan-
0: Fa- fascist.
1: Fascist, you know the fascist and right, uh, far-right labels. Her uh, unequivocally rejects. She speaks boldly about the sanctity of life, the centrality of family, and the dangers of consumerism. She isn't a, a fascism. It's the Catholic social teachings. I want to congratulate her and the Italian people for supporting her because this can turn Italy around,
0: in my opinion. And that's a big player in world politics. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, now the zeros for the month of September. We've already talked about some of them. Go ahead. Um, President Joe, unelected Joe Biden. He's on the list every month. Yeah, he is. Uh, We really didn't want to highlight our our devout Catholic president. Give me a break. But this month, he took zero to a new low. Yeah. At the Democratic fundraiser this month, President Biden, unelected Biden, claimed that the Catholic Church allows exceptions on abortion in cases of rape and incest. Speaking of Republican Senator Lindsey Graham's proposed federal 15-week limit on abortion, Biden said, talk about, talk about what? No exceptions? Rape? Incest? No exceptions? I happen to be a practicing Roman Catholic. Wrong. My church doesn't even make that argument, close quote. First of all, it was a simple factual falsehood that Graham's proposal makes no exceptions. The legislation includes exceptions for rape, incense, and cases in which a mother's life is at risk. But most importantly, the church is very clear where it stands on that argument. The catechism states, 2271, since the first century... The church has affirmed the moral evil of every procured abortion. This teaching has not changed and remains unchangeable. Direct abortion, that is to say abortion willed as an ends or a means, is gravely contrary to the moral law. Of course, Biden hasn't read that. In cases of rape or incest, abortion does not heal the violence, but further violates a mother by entering her womb with the tools or deadly chemicals and murdering the child growing inside her. A mother whose child was conceived in rape needs help and support, as does the other innocent victim of the crime, the baby. So, well, yeah, Bi- Biden was wrong on this. So is Gavin Newsom. So is Nancy Pelosi. All these Democrat Catholics are wrong on this yeah, issue. They have apparently.
1: one thing in common. They're Democrats. because they they're, haven't
0: read, And they haven't read the catechism yeah, on this issue, 2271.
1: And also their party supports everything they're doing.
0: So they got to toe the line because that's their religion.
1: Exactly. Now Gavin Newsom, okay, Democrat in California, speaking of blasphemy, Governor Gavin Newsom uses his reflection his Re-election election fund. fund to buy billboard spaces in seven red states, including Indiana, Texas, and Mississippi. The billboards invite, as we talked about, women to visit California for abortions, with lines like, "South Dakota doesn't own your body, you do." One Billboard's message featured in Ohio and Indiana reads Need an abortion? California is ready to help kill your baby. I mean yes, ready to help. The, the message then quotes Jesus' words. As we said this earlier, Mark chapter 12, verse 31. Love your neighbor as yourself. What? The devil did that to Jesus about jumping off a, a building. Yeah, this is wrong. This is right from the pit of hell. There is no greater commandment than these. Using scripture to promote the disembar- environment and, Ember- murder, Emberman, murder, yep, and the murder of unborn children is ultimate degeneracy. The deprived hubris on display from Governor Newsom should earn him <laughs> the censure of a bishop. We've already said that. His fellow Catholics and his con- uh, constitutes, uh, constituents, we are condemning him because it's wrong. Newsom finished off his... Little statement in September by signing 13 new abortion bills into law in California. And you know what, Jesse? I'm a member. I'm in California. And it makes me sick to think that we we have a governor who's hell-bent on killing unborn babies in-state and out.
0: So my question is, is who's the bishop of Sacramento? I'm looking right now. I well, it want to make to sure.
1: Soto, but now it's someone else. I forgot. Yeah,
0: I want to make sure I'm, I'm accurate and I don't misrepresent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bishop's office of Sacramento. It's Jaime Soto.
1: Still Soto,
0: yeah. Yes, Jaime Soto. Yep. He's gonna have a lot to answer for. Uh, I I hope and pray that you know he has a, he grows a spine, Terry. Well, because sa- uh, it's it's he's he's responsible. Yes. That's he's the Newsom shepherd. is his sheep. Yep,
1: that's right. That's-
0: and 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 the bishop is his pastor. He's the shepherd. He's supposed to get his crook and staff and call him, say, hey. Knock it off! You're part of the Roman Catholic Church. This is what we teach. Knock it off! Repent and believe in the gospel and come to confession. That's what's supposed. Maybe he is doing it. I don't know. Maybe he's doing it. You know, behind the OP, scenes. Behind the scenes. Maybe he's written letters or emails. So I don't know. I'm not. Well, uh, I, I just uh, I know he's got a tough job with this well, guy because this guy this guy's this guy's a maverick, Terry. This guy's just yeah. uh, you know he he's out of control. Mooson's w- out of control. I
1: would say this: the Saint Ambrose option. Remember, we did a show last month on what he did in the fourth century when someone would do something publicly killing 8,500 people, women and children, and he wouldn't let them into the church even. What did he do? He told the emperor to repent and believe in the gospel. Six months later, that man came back, repented. Listen, the church would be different today. We wouldn't have a St. Ambrose if he didn't correct that soul because he would have been in hell along with the emperor who committed that heinous crime without repentance. And that's how serious this matter is, Jess.
0: Yeah, the last loser is Senator Pat Murray. She's a self-described Catholic. Uh, She told EWTN News Nightly, reporter, Eric Rosales, that she and her fellow Senate Democrats will support no limits on the extermination of unborn babies. In fact, she wants a federal mandate signed into law... (laughs) That would allow mothers to abort their unborn, unborn children up until the moment of birth for any reason. Terry, the country could not be more divided on this issue. I mean, right. like the, the Bible says, there's two teams in the world. you got children of God and children of Satan. Simple and it's that. pretty simple right now. 1 John 3.10. It's pretty simple to see what team uh, many of these Democrats are that push this position. Uh, we know because just like their father, their father, John 10.10. 10, He's a murderer. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Anybody who comes to, to planet Earth and pr- and proposes or promotes stealing, killing, and destroying—guess what? They're doing the work of their father, Satan.
1: Well said, Jesse. You said it well. Two teams: Team Jesus and, and Team, team De- and Team Devil. Okay, that's it. We have a choice to make. Yes, what state should we be living
0: in, brother? Boy, oh boy, like never before. We need we live in a state of sanctifying grace. Amen. We need res, res, go to confession if you're in mortal sin, do an act of contrition every day to wipe away your venial sins, pray your rosary every day, read the daily mass readings, make sure you're doing your penance on Fridays, and make sure that Hebrews 12:2 keep your eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Make sure that before you die you leave it all out in the field.
1: Remember, Our Lady of Fatima talked about sins of, a, of a blasphemy and reparation needing to be made. Hey, souls are going to hell because no one is there to pray and make sacrifices. Let's pray for G- Newsom. Let's pray for Biden, that they will be converted to the faith. Can you imagine the good that can mm. come from that? Mm. I want to thank you for supporting us here at Virgin Most Powerful Radio. God love you and your family.